It's Against All Odds presented by FanDuel. You know, the playoff action is heating up, and with FanDuel, you can bet on everything from the NBA Finals MVP to who's going to lift the Stanley Cup. Right now, check out the new and improved Parlay Hub. You filter by odds, sport, and bet type to easily find the most popular parlays and same-game parlays all on one page. Plus, start betting on the pulse and get paid instantly when you win. So download the app today. And bet with Fandle, America's number one sports book. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. You must be 21 or older, 18 or older in D.C., and present in select states. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. Producing this disaster of a show, and joined me as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the D3, Harry, Brother Bry, Darren, the Pauly Kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hey, Sal. What's going on, buddy? Harry has warned us. We appreciate the warning that he is sick and he might be coughing. And we already got a throat clear about 18 seconds in, which um, I think you can bet that on Fandle. I think uh, I think we went under there. Why not? You all right, Harry? What's going on? We need you this yeah, week. Okay. Uh, all right. Just a little, uh, you know, Vegas hangover, but had a nice uh, weekend overall. Made about 1,200 betting sports. Hit some nice parlays. Really? Threw, threw Mikey Meatballs in on a parlay. He banged it, too. So he got some money, too. So it was a good he, time. What kind of talk is this? He banged the parlay. Well, so you won. <laughs> oh, what was your big winner? I feel like uh, you were complaining well, a lot. Yeah, okay. week, I, no? I, had, uh, I had Laporta first touchdown at 12 to 1. Oh, and I also good. hit 5 for 5 on player props in that game as well. So that was a nice one. Wow. Parlay, can yeah. you believe all this? He told me he won 900. Oh, wow. then, I, then I had a parlay late. So the I didn't even, well, the nine, you said you told me you won nine hundred. You were already out of, Ve- you were out of Vegas already, realize. and now you're saying twelve hundred. So I don't know. Well, did he have to you, give you, away? You told me three nine hundred this morning. You told me you won nine hundred. No, now yesterday Twelve hundred. Whatever. It turned Some, out to be twelve hundred. Now that I, I think it about it, seems like he won. Well, maybe he's yeah. still thinking about it. Maybe he could be a millionaire by the end of this podcast, but who knows? Uh, <laughs> did you get to hold on to all the money? Maybe that's where the discrepancy uh, is. You know, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. All right, listen, you know, on this show, know. though, we're all coming off a good week. Actually, Brother Bry went 7-7-2. Seven, seven, and two. The rest of us yeah, with nine wins. We're all above 500. This is 15 weeks. This is hundreds of games in, and we're all about above 500. Bry, we'll take that. I know you didn't, uh, you didn't like that. Yeah, I'll take it. I mean, I didn't feel like it was a great weekend. I started off terribly. I mean, my FanDuel picks weren't great. But, yeah, I thought I wanted that Eagles game last night to go 8-6 and – Eight, six, and two. That would have been nicer. That would have been nice. All right. Well, let's get into that. Might as well keep the misery rolling. It's time to deep dive into the collectively crushed soul of the D3 in a segment we hate to call bed aches. When a bet makes you sick and you make the wrong pick, it's a bad ache. It's a bad ache. It's a bad ache. All right, Bryce, start us oh, off no, with that Eagles. Miss. Seahawks game, pretty good Monday night. Good for Cowboys fans, we think. Except then, uh, Paula Kid and I spent an hour trying to figure out why we're uh, the two seed, but can't win the division if we win out. But anyway, we'll get to that. That in a was minute. pretty. I, I yeah. will say that was pretty fascinating, right? I think you, you even admitted this morning you kept forgetting teams like yeah. the mutual teams that they played. So 
I um, forgot. I thought we had the um, common opponents thing. In my head, the freaking Eagles lost to the Bills a few weeks ago because they played so miserably. But that wasn't the case anyway. Um, but they did lose uh, Monday night. Yeah, and look, it was it was extra excruciating for me, right? So I have the Eagles on a, a couple of big parlays to to end the weekend on a plus note. I think I was I was okay otherwise, but look, guys, I didn't even really get to watch the game because I was in the emergency room for with oh, my no. daughter for seven and a half hours oh. from from six o'clock from six o'clock to one thirty a.m. So they basically needed to rule out an appendicitis, so they sent us there. So then she had to get. These ultrasounds. So for the ultrasounds, the funny thing is you need a full bladder, but they take your urine right away. So as soon as they take your urine for a test, now you have to just wait until your bladder fills up again. And so they're giving her IV bags. They're sending us back up and down every hour to get an ultrasound, but they keep sending us back saying her bladder's not full yet. So we did this three times or three times over about a four hour span. And while this is happening, meanwhile, this is happening, my service is going in and out. I'm trying to save battery. I'm trying to find out what's going on with this football game. Of course. And all of a sudden, I'm, I'm just getting texts and everything is, I can't tell if it's real time or uh, 15, 20 minutes behind. I'm getting the wows from all different, all different angles. I'm assuming because hmm. of the wows, the Seahawks won, which they did just because they I know did. you guys that was a yeah. big game for the Cowboys, uh, but it was just it was just miserable in terms of just trying to find out what the hell is happening during this game. So moral of the story is don't go to the ER uh, right. during, the, during she's a football okay. game. She's OK, though. She's right? a, I think people want to know okay. she's, she's okay. these, a lot of times these result in gas and it's like a, a great. Practical well, it's kind of what it is, guy. but like, uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. There's like going to be a million more follow up doctor appointments, which is going to be just as bad. Just trying to figure out root cause of it but uh that's a bed ache yeah, yeah. I, i'll say i'll help you along here with this eagles guy i felt like before that last drive everybody wants to pounce on matt patricia and by the way he did stick that pencil right through the heart of anyone who had the eagles minus uh three and a half there on that last drive Paula kid i think seattle had only like 195 200 total yards before drew lock and that last drive and great for him and great post-game interview and everything. And he like gave himself a pep talk during the interview. And it was uh, it was really kind of terrific uh, on all counts, except that um, you had the Eagles, right? Yeah. Well, I had as my sharp tank uh, to finish up like a plus 300 yeah. parlay. It's been a while since I've lost the last leg of a parlay. So it's felt fun good right? to be back. Felt good yeah. to be back home uh, in that respect. Uh, so and I said, look, I would live with the Eagles losing. Uh, but uh, now, as it turns out, basically the Cowboys really doesn't seem like they can overtake the Eagles. Yeah. So they might as well have won that game, uh, Philly. I really get, took no consolation out of a loss. And at no point of that game, at no point until it actually happened, until that touchdown happened, did I think the Eagles were losing that game. Yeah. I never, I never thought, I really never felt like they were in trouble, regardless of what the score was, 10-10. I felt like the Eagles are winning this game up until that third and 10 play where uh, the receiver gets behind the Eagles defensive back, makes a really good catch, very solid throw. Uh, and that's when I first realized that I'm probably not winning this game. Then I thought I still had a shot, maybe take this to overtime. Seattle makes a great pick. Stupid pass by Hertz. two two great picks by Love, right? I mean, that, and that one that near out of bounds, and the one before that on the what ended up being like a jump ball. But yeah, yeah, that was uh that was something else. And I agree with you. It didn't seem like, and it's probably because Seattle couldn't move the ball. And then Metcalf, right. who I, I feel you look at Metcalf, like why isn't that guy have? Why isn't he seven well, for one forty five? We say it all the time. Yeah, right. every, every game. It's ridiculous. And Harry, I know Kenneth Walker, you're a Kenneth Walker fan. Um, he he was running well uh, for, for Seattle, but just the same. You thought Philadelphia and Jalen Hurts was sick, by the way. If you saw him in the postgame press conference, like they shouldn't have designed. I, I feel like when he had to make decisions throwing the ball, it was worse than when he was no, taking I, off. He, he had a bunch of designed runs and he looked good. I, but I feel like in the mm -hmm. pocket it was when it, it got it got a little weird. Right, Look, I, I, oh god, I'm sorry. Whoever I was just gonna say, yeah. I mean, Philly's got some issues. I mean, that ten and one, everything was, you know, they're the darling of the uh, of the NFC, and um, 
San Francisco had their little run of losses, but now uh, they've dominated in Philly. Three straight losses now at 10 and four, three games. They haven't scored 20 points or more. And they had a couple of games that they probably definitely should have lost. They pulled out late too. didn't play a complete game. Questionable about Philly moving forward here now. So, yeah. Go ahead, Parlor Kid. What were we going to say? No, I was just going to say, let's not give Hurts any excuses, Sal. He played last night. We Nobody gives mm-hmm. Prescott mm-hmm. an excuse if he mm-hmm. were to play like that. We can't give Hurts that excuse. Dallas had about 10 guys that they said had the flu this week as well, yeah. whatever it was. So and we're not going to give the Cowboys an excuse for their game. So don't give Hurts an excuse. He made uh, a couple very poor yeah. decisions that cost his team the game. That's it. Yeah. It wasn't a Philly. This is a, to Harry's point. This is not Philadelphia Eagles football. They won time of possession by five minutes. They had mm. rushing yards by almost 80, you know, uh, third down. They had this team beat, you know, like, like I said, not much. The defense didn't give up much. And, uh, you know, the two turnovers, the minus two and the turnover differential is a difference. All right, Harry, bring us back down to earth and give us a, a bed ache for a college basketball game. What you have? Uh, I had one last night, too. Uh, Brian's had his last night. Mine last night was, how about this, Sal? The University of Cal San Diego Tritons Good. versus the Cal State Sacramento Hornets. I had under, uh, oh, excuse me, I had over, over 137 points. The game lands 135 in a blowout, 83-52. 83-52 with seven minutes to go in a blowout. So, you know, they're not going to play defense. If the guy's got a layup, let them have it. So you can probably get some easy baskets in between that. There was at 127 with five and a half, five forty-five to go at 127 in a blowout game. Teams missed seven layups in that last five and a half minutes game. Lands 145, 135. <laughs> you yeah, watched, I looked, I'm looking you at, watching. I was watching on my phone. Yeah. Oh, so it says missed layup on the thing. Missed layup. Missed layup. <laughs> right, missed layup. And I'm like, you got it. And it lands 135. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. So do you want to change the amount of money you won in Vegas now? I mean, or is that, was that factored into everything? <laughs> that was, uh, I, I guess it was factored in. Okay. Yeah, it was factored in. All right. Yeah. There you go. All right. Let's uh, play the music, Mikey Meatballs. Get us out of uh, bed aches. When a bet makes you sick and you make the wrong pick. It's a bad ache. It's a bad ache. It's a bad ache. All right, listen, we're going to take a quick break. Got lots to cover here. We got week 15 recap, week 16 look ahead. We're going to talk a little NBA, believe it or not. Covington Edwards. Uh, Harry's got a fantasy playoff matchup. All to come when we return. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. All right, Paul, look We got to discuss this Cowboys bills. We lost 31 to 10. Um, I blame myself and you and even Phil Sims. We praised Mike McCarthy a lot, maybe too much. I think this is one of his, well, it was everybody's worst game. It really was. We got, we got beat up on the line of scrimmage. Um, like we hadn't been before, I guess against the 49ers is the only comp to it. The bills needed it more. Uh, again, I don't want to make excuses, but 31, 10, uh, and, and it could have even been worse than that. And it doesn't look good for us for, the NFC East, I think, even though we try to figure it out, right? Yeah. Um, disappointing performance by our Cowboys. Uh, yeah, McCarthy didn't seem to have the team prepared uh, for the week. Uh, they got bullied around by the Bills, right? They got, they really did. And look, the Cowboys are a different team. When they get to play you from ahead, when they're ahead in the game, uh, and you have to turn to the air to throw the ball. They can really rush the passer. They can create turnovers. That's when they're at their best. But when teams get up 7 nothing, 10 nothing, um, and can keep pounding the ball, the Cowboys are soft in the middle. Um, mm-hmm. They don't really have that big-time middle linebacker. They don't have, you know, uh, Ma- Maisie Smith seems to have been a bust. O.C. has yeah. been great inside, but he's still a little undersized. So they do get bullied. A little bit. Um, And that's kind of what happened in this Bills game. But don't forget, and it was the Cowboys' fault. This comes from, you can blame the players and the coaches. But 
The first three scores from the Bills, Demarcus Lawrence on a third down, which would have been a field mm. goal, right? He roughs the passer. Yeah. They end up getting a first down and scoring. Then we're getting the ball back. We have a block punt, or not a block punt, but we hit rough the punter. Mm-hmm. They come down and score. Then uh, we don't challenge a fumble. Right. Right. And then on the very next uh, two plays later on second and 19, we take a a PI call Mm -hmm. or a roughing, a roughing call, right? Targeting maybe uh, on a receiver call, which wasn't a great call, but those three plays led to three touchdowns. Yeah. And well, that's part so, of the undisciplined thing I'm talking about with McCarthy. We were, well, just, we were just a mess of a team, I think, going in there. And, that, and we got right. pushed so around. If we, you know, if you, we clean that up, that game is different, even though it doesn't seem like offensively yeah. that we would have been able to score more than what we did anyway. Mm-hmm. We just didn't seem to. Man, we well, just. Well, what it does is, I think you're right. I don't want to read into it too much. Like, this isn't the Cowboys team, right? We're not that bad. The Bills aren't this good. They're not going to run for 266 on the ground every single game. Although that was the Bills. That's what the Bills need to do, right? They sure. have to run not 266, but if they run Harry for 100 yards a game, uh, Josh Allen doesn't have to make a million decisions. He's not throwing interceptions, not fumbling, or if he does, it doesn't matter as much. But what it does do, uh, I think uh, Dak is out of the MVP discussion because mm. now Purdy is favored. He's like minus 200, minus 250 right there. And Harry also bills to make the playoffs is now minus 188, even though they sit ninth uh, as we speak. For Dallas, and it really was. Um, and their only big win this year was versus Philly a uh, couple, uh, couple last week. So extremely fortunate wins. Um, for Dallas and some of these for, for Philly and some of these games too. So now if Dallas, I don't know. Sal, like, I mean, uh, just Dak takes the hit. He's only, he's had big games against bad teams. Uh, the Philly game was good, but uh, other than that, it's got, probably looks like it's Purdy right now. Maybe McCaffrey Purdy saying um, that McCaffrey's the best player in the league and he deserves it more than him, which is pretty crazy. That was the, the funniest the thing I heard. That was the funniest thing I heard. So babyface Joel Solomon gets back from Vegas and he tells me about mm-hmm. Harry and Ken are doing a lap because Harry told Ken to bet McCaffrey a few weeks ago to win MVP. And so they did a lap. I think the lap took about 46 minutes, but they did a lap and uh, I, Harry forgot to direct Ken to the tote board where um, McCaffrey is still. Well, now he's 12 to one. I'll give you that. He was, to one he was plus, 20 to one. All right. Plus Tyreek Hill takes a hit because he does didn't play. Yeah. Dak, like we just mentioned, takes a big hit because he couldn't come through big mm-hmm. on the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, and but back to the Bills, Sally, you mentioned for the playoffs. At the Chargers this week should be a definite win. Obviously, Bills Mafia is going to take over L.A. Uh, oh. Revenge game the week after against New England uh, in Buffalo. And then at Miami. They should Miami, Listen, yeah. how about the Bills at plus 220 for the division? Miami's got, like we said, Dallas this week. Right. At Baltimore and Buffalo. Two games back, Buffalo. But if, if, if Miami folds and loses against Dallas and then at Baltimore, the division is up for grabs sure. in the last week of the regular season. Yeah, it's interesting. And they they crushed the Dolphins the first time. So, yeah, right? look, we, we talk about this, Bri, and like the Bills might not make the playoffs, and if they do, that's a team nobody wants to see, right? Like uh, Bills 49ers, yeah. I would I would say right now. If I yeah, because right make now, the exactly, because right now you're thinking the Bills are a top four or five team, right, based on what mm-hmm. we've seen the last couple of weeks? Yeah. I just hope they play the Chiefs early. Chiefs first <laughs> round. I want that. I want that rematch. I, I want that game again. I want it again. Yeah, that'll, that's that'll a be fun good. One. That'll be good. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but yeah, one. what do you think if they're if if they're ten and seven, Buffalo? Well, we're looking at. I was looking at. It. I think a ten and seven gets tossed. Well, I think there's thinking, too, many, right? too many eight and sixes right now. I think one and, and a lot of them have tiebreakers yeah. over Buffalo, and I right. but I don't know if that changes. You know, sometimes that's conference. It might that that could flip flop. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Don't on, ask okay. uh, Parlay Kid and I to figure it out. <laughs> we're, we're still lost after about six hours of figuring out the Cowboys. Um, 
Very I know, impressive. The Bills running the attack. Right? Me and Darren have been saying that all year. Get them to pound the ball. They don't do it enough. Not enough rushing attempts. They were great. That they well, were that, that, I mean, that's great. the whole thing. Let's see if they could duplicate that. And the answer is right. no. They're right. not going to be able to do two sixty two or six on the on the ground. But uh, anything half of that, I'm sure they would take. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cincinnati, Minnesota, Saturday was twenty seven twenty four. Um, I'm thinking now, Parley Kid, you're right about this, Jake Browning. I don't know how much we have to see. I, they got a little lucky. You know, the Vikings couldn't convert third and one in overtime. Mullen straight up the middle two times and is short. Otherwise, the Vikings were <clears throat> at least going to attempt the field goal there. But anyway, 27-24. Parley Kid, Jake Browning, the best backup playing right now. Do you take Browning? Do you take Flacco? Or do you take Minshew? on their uh, respective teams. Well, Minshew's been good. Uh, Flacco's been, you know, he's been a little bit more than serviceable, I guess, for what he's done for the Browns. But I think the answer here is very simple. It's Jake Browning. I mean, he looks like Burrow. Like, 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 it's almost like they haven't lost a step over the last three games, right? When he first made his appearance, you could kind of, it was a noticeable difference. But right now, he's basically giving you what Burrow would give you, right? I I really, Mm -hmm. maybe Burrow a little bit more, maybe a little bit more, but for the most part, he's giving you what Burrow would give you and how much you can't ask for anything more. He is the best backup playing right now. Yeah. Not even close. It's not like they're winning and they're, it's not like they're pulling out games 17, 13. Right. And he, and he's had two games. He's, Two of the three games, 354 versus Jacksonville, 324 in that game. We just, we just mentioned against Minnesota, nine total touchdowns in those games too. And he yeah. did it without Chase. I mean, they were some great, hey, right. they made some great catches too for, for him. And he, well, uh, that's that the thing. Higgins is touchdown. I mean, he, wow. he, that Higgins touchdown was insane. Just uh, there was some really good, uh, really good catches that whole game um, on both teams. But, uh, and Brian, if you believe what I think that one of the 10 and sevens is going to get knocked out, you look at on Fandle, Cincinnati's over nine and a half wins. Now they have eight, right? They're eight and six. Yeah. Over nine and a half is plus 164. To make the playoffs is plus 176. I think, uh, you know, obviously a little higher. I still think over nine and a half is the way to play that between those yeah, yeah, two yeah. bets. Exactly. If you're going to take yeah. that, you might as well take that. They get to 10. Although they have what? They have the Chiefs left. Uh, the Bengals uh, finish with... Um, the, the Browns? The Browns. Yeah. Browns. And that, that you think that's a Sunday night game, Harry? I mean, it depends. The Browns will probably be Could in be. by then. Yeah, they, they want Good. they want two teams where it means something to both, right? Could be Miami-Buffalo, like I said, too. You know what it could be? It could be Colts-Texans. That really could be uh, a game yeah, that they well, both look, need. Yeah, well, look, I mean, the funny thing is, I mean, it's not going to be based, I think, on who they still have to play, but... Right. You could, the Jaguars could fall out of the playoffs. It's just funny. Yeah. It's just funny of a three three-team race there. But Sal, I'll say, you know what's funny? We gave, that was one of the things we talked about before the season is one, what backup is going to have the most wins. Now, that was way off. Yeah. pretty much every, I feel like every team has played a backup, it seems yeah. like at this point of the year. Uh, you know, I think, I don't think from the four of us, I could be wrong. I don't think from the four of us, we have a win uh, for the quarterback. I don't know. Chose. I don't know if I have a snap out of Jared right. Stidham. Well, that's the thing that's funny, right? And yet all of these backup quarterbacks yeah. are playing. And I'll right. say too, these backup quarter, these backup quarterbacks, we've always complained about these backup quarterbacks are the worst. They sucked. We've yeah. seen, right, when they've gotten like a second game this year. And I, I again, I don't know if it's just because there's that many backups playing and they're playing against other backups. Mm-hmm. But some of these guys have played well. I mean, like you said, I, with Brown I, I think they have you with a like. Yes. O'Connell bribery. Yeah. Well, again, O'Connell's serviceable, you know, like, I mean, there's the the guys are, except unless the Jets, unless it's the Jets or the Pats, everybody else has had. That's the whole thing. Everybody loves Zach Wilson. Oh, you can't go look with Jets, Dolphins, the first game. Oh, you had that guy threw the pick six on the Hail Mary. Now it's (laughs) Zach Wilson. It's like, all right, timeout three weeks ago. You didn't think Zach Wilson was, should have been a, uh, a quarterback in the NFL, but yeah. So I caution everybody about falling in love with these backups, but you're right. It's funny because I said on Simmons, Jacoby Brissett, what the hell did he do wrong? He was one of the better backups a couple of years ago. It took him 15 weeks to get in a game. So yeah. um, it's a weird And he was year. pretty good. He was pretty good when he got in. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Browns, Bears, 2017, great ending, fun ending. That's a bummer if you had the Bears. I know a lot of people had plus three or 
or or worse, or Bears money line. They had a bunch of uh, attempts to win that game. They blew the lead, as the parlay kid said. Flacco threw three picks and then just gunned it downfield like a like a vet, like didn't give up. You know, uh, kept kept throwing, like uh, you know Reggie Miller, whatever. Two for twelve shooting, gonna kiss shoot or shoot. Um, Cleveland now minus seven fifty parlay kid to make the playoffs on their fourth quarterback with nine wins. Looks like they're going to do it, but minus 750 with Joe Flacco is funny. Isn't that you never would have guessed, right? You could never have guessed that at the start of the year. But at the same time, like, you know, look, we know what Cleveland's really about. They, you know, they, it really starts on their defensive side of the ball. Um, They made some plays when they had to the other day, even though, like you just said, that was the Bears game. They gave that one away. They gave that game away. I, I think I was the only one of us on the Bears. Yeah. Um, but boy, oh boy, uh, Flacco's been, he's been really good. I think that, right. That there's really, he, couldn't you see him having a little bit of a run in the playoffs too? Sure. Right. Yeah. Like if Watson came back right now, I think, I would think you'd say, we got to go with Flacco. We're rolling with Flacco. I, Fl- Flacco's a better ball thrower than Watson. Seriously. De- I, I, I really would believe that. Definitely downfield. I, I'm with you. Um, they needed to run the ball a little more. I mean, they still won, but they got lucky. They had 29 yards rushing um, mm. in that game. So I don't know if it's asking Jerome Ford and Kareem Hunt to do too much, but they got they got to get that yeah. total up there. Um, Harry, I don't know. You want to flip-flop again on fields? I kind of feel – I don't know what to think because he's 19, <laughs> 19 for 40 with 166, a touchdown, two interceptions. Um, but that throw to Tanyan – if Tanya catches that and any of us could have caught that, that puts him over 200, that you yeah. know, two touchdowns. Right. So I don't know what to think T- about well, that game. Well, tough game. Yeah. Tough game for the bears. Uh, Browns rally scored 13 in the fourth bears didn't score in the fourth. Uh, that's a couple of games. The bears have blown late uh, in the last month or so. Um, um, but to your point, Sal, about the Browns for the playoffs, they get at the, the schedule at Houston, with probably Case Keenum again. I mean, we'll see how that goes with Stroud this week. They get the Jets at home on Thursday. And Cincinnati, who they dominated of late, uh, dominated early in the season, too. And Flacco, and, you know, Flacco loves Najoku. We're still saying Flacco, Flacco huh? Flacco, We're still Flacco, doing Flacco. it. Yeah. Loves Najoku. Three touchdowns in the past two games, and Amari Cooper finally showed up with a big game, too. Big win for the Browns. And Joko team. seems like, uh, yeah, it's uh well, listen, if they had Chubb and, you know, not, not all these injuries, I really think they would compete. I mean, they're, they're about to have 10 wins anyway. Um, they would be competing with the Ravens, I think. But um, yeah, that in Joku is kind of what everybody thought Kyle Pitts yeah. would be. Phil Sims talked about him, like how uncoverable he is. 10, t- 10 receptions, 104 that's a that's a difference maker. Well, bro. he looks huge. He looks, yeah. uh, you know, athletic. I mean, it, that's what they expected from Njoku when they signed him. It's mm-hmm. usually you don't see. I mean, I'm trying to think how many years has he been in the league now? It's like six. It's about six. For me. Is but it like that he, many? Yeah. If I had to guess, I mean, I know he was young, too, when he was coming out, but you usually don't see like tight ends. Yeah. 2017. Develop. You don't usually see them develop that late, right? Where all of a sudden it's like, oh, this Mm -hmm. guy's good. You know, this guy's good. It it seems like either they have it or they don't within the first two or three years. And Njoku, he's always been solid. He was a guy that would have, you know, two touchdowns in one game and then never score again for the rest of the year. But he's finally, they're finally going to him. So, I mean, he definitely looks like a a difference maker on offense for them. Yeah, 16 receptions, 195 the last two games, three touchdowns. Yeah. And really, four of the last five, he's um, he's been good. Um, so, all right, so that's a fun team to watch. Let's do uh, Baltimore Jacksonville. This was Sunday night, twenty three to seven. Uh, Jacksonville goes down, and now um, Lawrence in concussion protocol. Right? They signed the guy today. I hadn't even heard of. I don't think uh, the pra- practice squad. And uh, Brian, as you pointed out, Jacksonville in a little bit of trouble here. Still favored to win the division, I think, because they have the they have the Panthers at home. And then who do they have the last week? It doesn't um uh they have a team that may they not still win have to Tennessee, win. right? Tennessee, right. They're at Tennessee that last yeah. last week. So that's that. But you look division because they have the tiebreaker. I know they have the same record as Indy and Houston. They're minus one twelve. That's gone down. That was minus one forty the mm. other day, uh, even after their Sunday night game. Colts plus two eighty, Texans plus two ninety. 
what do we think of the Jaguars in that Sunday game? But they, they were a dumb team. That dumb right before they, they McManus missed a bunch of field goals. That dumb play before the half. I don't know what the hell they were doing. It could have been closer, but it seemed like the Ravens weren't going to lose that game either way. That was a weird game. I feel like Jacksonville, though, they just don't have a f- the right flow on offense right now, right? There's mm-hmm. just, just something. They're another team, right? Like, I feel like when ATN's going right, then they play really well. When he's not, then they're just not playing that well. You know, defensively, they hung around in that game, even though they've been, they've been terrible mm-hmm. now for a couple of weeks. But yeah, I don't know. And then it's like, you know, we we all praise Lawrence at times, but they, there's always one or two bad plays from Lawrence as well. And I know he's probably still hurting, but yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what to think, Sal, because there's definitely a case. You can make a case for Indy or Houston. I know they play each other last week, like you were saying earlier. Maybe yeah. that's a Sunday game the last. But you can make a case for one of those teams going 3-0 and here down the stretch, right? Winning, winning this division, potentially. Yeah, I guess so. I guess that's uh, that's one. And, and- Polly kid on the other side, I'm looking for, uh, maybe they don't have it right up now. Number one seed. You, uh, penciling in the Ravens here at number one seed. They have them. They're minus 200. Yeah. I got to look at the schedule going forward, but I don't think it was that. I don't think it's that easy. They play, they play Miami in two weeks. Right. Yeah, well, that's well, the big one. That's, well, that's San Francisco on the, than Miami. If they beat yeah. Miami, right. That, yeah, yeah. Look, and you know, the game is at Baltimore. I'm kind of rooting for them. I, I have them to win it all this year. So, then uh-huh. um, they just—they're a team like unlike the Jaguars, like Brian is saying, and I felt the same way. The Jags just—they just seem more explosive offensively last year than they uh-huh. are this year. And the where they don't know how to win games, the Ravens just know how to win football games. Like, that's just the bottom line. Uh, with that type, they could plug in any running back. Now it seems like you could plug in any tight end. You can mm-hmm. plug in any receiver, and they win football games. So, and a lot of it's just because they play a very blue collar type of defense, and they're mm-hmm. hard to score against for the most part. Even though there have been some teams that have exploited them a little bit, but still, Har- and Harbaugh is a good coach. They're, yeah. they're the first. They're, they're number one in the league in points allowed, guys, and uh, second in yards allowed. First in rushing. They but the thing is with the Ravens, like the game a couple weeks ago against the Rams, they pulled that game out. They were very fortunate, but Lamar hasn't been great when no. it come playoff time, and they oh, could and they look great. Leads. They could yeah, look great in these next leads. three games, Sal. They could look great in these next three games, and they have the number one seed. But then it, when the playoff comes around. If they were to lose in the first round or the second round of the playoffs, we might not be surprised because of what they haven't done in the playoffs lately. I wouldn't be surprised by any any team except right. the 49ers. That's that's the only right. one. That's the only <laughs> one. Um uh the last three at the 49ers, home against the Dolphins, as Bryce said, that's a New Year's Eve day. And then home against the Steelers, which, you know, they might be playing for Tomlin Streak or who knows what what's going on. But uh that's their Easiest of the three. Sal, um, what's the, um, what's remember. Lamar's MVP odds after? Because I'm just I'm just trying to think. It a lot has to do with it's this a personal week's game. question. It's really personal. A lot oh, has no, to do with uh, this week's game, of course. And we've how many times? This is like the third or fourth time we've seen this, where the two Ooh. quarterbacks matching up. Right. It's just I'm just uh, thinking the Raven. You know, because you said Purdy's minus two hundred, but they're minus five hundred. Plus five hundred for Lamar. The other way. Right. So if you. If you like the Ravens this week, a plus one ninety four, you take Lamar, right? I think so. I mean, I don't right? know because if, if Lamar has a big game and they win in San, if 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 they're going to beat San Francisco, it's going to be Lamar, right? I think it and would then, have to be. I just uh, I'm 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 a little weary if, because Josh Allen did nothing against the Cowboys and they 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 crushed us. So it, yeah, and, and we've I, seen the Ravens saying, like, have big running games, but I'm just saying like, I'd rather, if you're going to take Purdy to win the MVP, I'd rather yeah. just take San Francisco minus 235 this week instead of Purdy yeah, minus yeah. 200. Right. And if you're going right. to take the Ravens at plus 190, I'd mm-hmm. rather take five to one because the winner, you know, the winner of these, this game is pretty much a lock for the one seed. Right. I would think so. I would think yeah. so. Yeah. We'll get to that in the, in the look aheads in a second, but yeah. Uh, and then one other one I wanted, this is a, a long time ago, but Bri, you, you're still on cloud nine from the Raiders <laughs> beating up on the Chargers, 63 that to 21. That was My stupid. Goodness. That wasn't even a, it really was like not, it wasn't watching a real game. I mean, if you've been, like being a Raiders fan, I mean, that thing, that, mm. that type of game just never happens. I mean, Easton stick couldn't have been, 
I mean, couldn't have been worse. But the funny thing he is, he ended Sally, up with decent stats. Yeah, he actually yeah, he did. Did. <laughs> he did touchdown passes. But well, yeah, again, that's... it's it's one of those games. The Raiders come down and score, and when you turn the ball over like on three straight possessions and they score, mm. I mean, there's nothing you could do. It's like probably kid was saying with the Cowboys. Like if you start off that poorly, you're you're just you're just you're out of that game already. But that right. just continued to happen throughout the whole game. Again, it's something you don't see as a Raiders fan. And look. I'm glad I'm happy for Pierce. Like I like the way the defensively the team has played. But again, it's one of those things like you're just a great seven another another seven one season. This is great. This is awesome. awesome. I mean, this is uh I was saying, like you could you how the hell are you supposed to figure out if if anyone does a symposium on why you shouldn't gamble, just show the Raiders last two games. Like they couldn't <laughs> score a freaking point at home against the Vikings. And then they put up 63 four days later. This is a whole different team. Four days later, they put up 63. Right, and, so. they're both, yeah, and they're both at home. It's not like, it's yeah, not yeah, like figuring it out. It's yeah. not like they were on the right. You had to feel pretty good though. You had to feel like, Hey, you know what? This was this was something. he felt great, and you know why it sucks? Because he's gloating. Oh, my Raiders are back, and then there's the poor part. Why never brag? Brandon Staley gets fired. Uh, Dayton uh, alum there, uh, and so it really rubbing it in there. But I guess if you're ever gonna fire a coach, yeah. it, uh, it it worked out perfectly. Wait, wait, don't do it on the wait till the Thursday game. Then you got ten days in between, and. Uh, He's gone. But, does he work? But, does he work again, Parley Kid? Does he get a? I mean, he'll get oh, a coordinator he'll be a job. coordinator somewhere. That's for sure. Right? Uh, right? Yeah. Like he had very, a lot of success as a defensive coordinator, right. even which is weird now, because it, they weren't very good defensive. Not even just in that game, but right. They're, they're, well, because he was yeah. really leading the offense there, which is right. when he was with the Rams, he had a very nice run as the mm-hmm. defense on the defensive I, side. I wonder ball. if he, I wonder if he took tougher classes than Darren at Dayton. Boy, <laughs> dumb, dumb uh, decisions. Wow. So, Interesting. So <laughs> this, just, this just shows you though, like in terms of tanking that NFL teams just don't tank because, no. all, but I, I know we always say this, but look, I think the chargers were doing this perfectly. Like, look, once the, t- the season was over, keep Staley because you are playing wor- way worse with Staley, right? You're solidifying a better draft pick for Herbert next year and whatever. You're going to, you're going to fire him anyway after the season. Now, the only problem is three weeks left. You have a new coach. Maybe all of a sudden you start playing hard and you win a game or two that you weren't going to win with Staley. So I don't, I don't know. I mean, if I'm a Chargers fan, I was, I would have almost been like, whatever. I don't, you waited so long to fire Staley. I don't care if you just keep him through the end of the year, if we're going to keep losing games like this and get a better pick and a new coaching staff. Anyway, it's just weird. It just shows you, like, I, I know too. You can't. You you have players on that team that want to win, so like, you can't sure. just trot out this coach that's awful. But you have played not only that. Just, you have uh, there's, there's probably eight players on the team who are guaranteed a job next year. Like that's yeah. how you have to look at it. Like, right. of course they want to win, and also like you're you're playing for your future. I don't care what the yeah. GM or who this guy is or who that guy is. So. Listen, I play to win too, and I won again with my first touchdown play. We did it. Zamir White, <laughs> I made the last second change when they said Josh Jacobs wasn't in. I knew right away, Harry, when Josh Jacobs was out, that he wasn't going to score the first touchdown. That's how I, That's how my mind works. I'm like, he's not even playing. This guy's not going to score the first or any touchdown in this game. <laughs> and so I replaced him with Zamir White at, uh, what, 5-1. to one. Amazing. And now nice. we are... Two, oh my God, I'm so good at this. We are now two and fifty-four. <laughs> Is that right, Parley Kid? Fourteen. Yeah. But we did this fourteen wow. weeks. We're two and fifty-four. Yeah. And 50. Probably like minus oh, yeah, yeah. forty-three yep. units yep. or something. Yep. I figured that anyway. Mm. Uh, nice. <laughs> and I, uh, I looked ahead at uh, tomorrow. It's not pretty. I don't know what the hell I'm going to do. I'm, we're all over the place. Um, but anyway, we, we could we could potentially make a comeback. All right. Listen, let's look ahead to a few lines uh, when we return. We'll be right back. All right. Week 16, two Saturday games. What a week this is. Two Saturday games, of course, a bunch on Sunday and then three Christmas Day games. Sorry, NBA. You had uh, decades to dominate this day, Christmas Day, and now it's time for the big boys to take over. <laughs> San Francisco, Baltimore, the marquee matchup on Christmas. We talked about it a lot um, in the last segment, but it's five and a half. The 49ers are favored. I think Is this where it turns for San Francisco on the downside, Parley Kid? Because I'm telling everyone plus 240. Now, by the way, plus 220 to win the Super Bowl is the bet. No one is in San Francisco's league, and you're now just betting against injuries at this point. 
but someone's going to look foolish in this game, right? Yeah, I don't see it being the 49ers, Sal. Even we've seen a couple games where they've fallen behind early. It doesn't even matter. Then they yeah. just roll up the points, get guys wide open all over the field. Um, McCaffrey, to me, and I know Harry, I do think he is the MVP of mm. that team. Um, does it does it all. And on the defensive side, they're, they're creating turnovers. They get to the quarterback. They play their linebackers, fly all over the field. They are the class of the league. Mm-hmm. If there's one team that can kind of match them with physicality, it is the Ravens, I think, though. The Ravens right. are also a physical team. So, yeah, maybe the Ravens, I don't know if they get this game, but I do think they maybe they'll beat San Francisco up a little bit in mm-hmm. a way. You know, and, and, you know, have San Francisco come a little limping out of that game. I like think the spread is right about where I would have guessed it. So right. at minus five and a half, I think that's right on right on. Point. Sal, I think it's a tad high, though, just a little high. Mm. San Francisco is five and mm. one at home, but Baltimore five and one in their last six on the road. And Baltimore in those in those five on the road, they've given up 17 points or less than four of them. Yeah, that's a little. It's just uh, it's a tough one because the 49ers are just right. And they, they gave up. up well, right, uh, sure. they, I mean, they gave up, what, 29 to Arizona. But you never thought you're like, whatever. They're, they're going to they'll, they'll beat you however they want. Like an MMA star who knows, uh, you know, uh, everything, wrestling, grappling, strike, everything. A- any way you want to you know, beat a team, they're there. Uh, Harry, though, why don't you make a more reasonable bet? Because the Christian McCaffrey thing, running backs don't get votes. And if he does this year. What a miracle. How about minus 170 for offensive player of the year? It's not like Purdy's going to steal that from him. Purdy's 75 to one. And you mentioned Tyreek Hill just sitting out that game uh, could be all the difference. That hurt him big, but still <clears throat> Hill could still, even without setting out that game, still eclipse 2000 yards, which would be amazing missing that game too. So he's still in the running, but minus 170. Sure. McCaffrey, look at his numbers. He's, he's amazing. He should, he should be that. And he should be the MVP. Okay. All right. But I'm saying a more reasonable bet. Oh, I know, more reasonable in 170. He should yeah. he should be minus yeah minus 170. I think Sal is a is a bargain at minus 170. He should be minus 400. Yeah, it was like minus 130 even uh, Monday morning. I think so. Bry, do you think that's? I mean, of course he'll like that 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 sitting out the game could be all the difference. Yeah, because picking between these two, which was impossible all year long. Yeah, and I mean, I think we saw right against the Jets, too. Mm. You know, uh, Tua had a big game early on in that game against the Jets, and Waddle made some big plays down the field, too. So Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, that was a game. Mostert has 20 touchdowns. We'll get to him in a second. But Mostert still has 20 touchdowns. I mean, that's the thing. Look, between the 49ers and the Dolphins, they have a lot of guys on these teams that are. Yeah, you're are, picking between uh, the running stats. back who has a quarterback who's considered the MVP uh, or a receiver who's got a, a running back teammate with 20 touchdowns. So it's tough. You take away McCaffrey. You take away McCaffrey, you put a lot, and you put Elijah Mitchell in there as running back for San Fran and knowing that Debo missed a few games as well. Like, where are the Niners? And are they putting up crazy numbers like they are in terms of and the stats that McCaffrey has in terms of look at what he does. Forget about the rushing. Look at look at his receiving. That's he's going to probably wind up up with ten re- receiving touchdowns, probably six seven hundred yards receiving on top of what he does running the ball and have the touchdowns he has. Like where are the Niners if they don't have him and Elijah Mitchell's in running well, back? Well, that's it's hard to say. They have a great Talk defense. About MVP. We, we that's it. We haven't mentioned defense at all, and they have a, a dynamite lights out defense. So well, the, I don't the, know. The, in, the interesting thing is, and I know we've talked about this before, though. This is a weird thing. I, I don't like bringing up injuries. But if the 49ers were going to have one injury between Purdy, McCaffrey, and mm. Samuel, who's the Interesting. most? Interesting, right? I feel like if they don't have Samuel or Purdy, they can't win playoff games, right? Like I, I do I'm feel like you. they potentially could. With, I'm with you. We've seen other backs do okay in that yeah. system too. So, good like, question, Bry, but but probably Purdy because then you got Darnold in there. Yeah, well, good, good for you answering your own question there. Uh, all right, so what's the other job? All right, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh. This is Saturday, two and a half now. Bengals on the road, a little high. 
I think Rudolph in now for Trubisky, who was just a disaster. Oh, and go, what a surprise! Pittsburgh seven and seven going into the last three weeks, which is all we ever knew. <laughs> the Tomlin, but even Tomlin's looking shaky with some questionable decisions, including yeah. calling timeouts during the stretch to allow the Colts game to go over to kick a field goal. Uh, good job. Harry had gay over seven and a half points or something. So that, that hit, well, that hit earlier, I think anyway, that hit early, but, yeah. um, two and a half parley kid. I, I know you love, uh, Browning <laughs> and this is a, another road spot for him, um, that he could do some damage. Yeah. I think this is where it should be. Got a team. I really enjoy watching in Cincinnati and another team. I can't stand. I can't, I really don't know if I'll watch this game because I can't. <laughs> Watch <laughs> the Steelers. I can't watch them. Like, come on, guys. You guys no, can't no. watch them either. No, it's way too no. hard. They're way too hard to Just watch. Put on the red zone. To me, They're the brutal. Falcons, the Steelers, and the Falcons. Those are the two. That may, and the Falcons might even be worse for me now. I don't know because I haven't found oh. a way to bet them like I have the Steelers a little oh, bit. But yeah, that's true. Yeah. You've had some success with the Steelers, so maybe that's why you're not jaded. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, as yeah. much as I am well, about I them. hate them. Believe but me, I hate them. But I, yeah. I can't stand watching this team. I hope Cincinnati can put them out of their misery this week right. and just win this game and cover that spread. Um, Cincinnati, look, like I said before about Cincinnati, they just have a winning pedigree right now. They just mm -hmm. they win football games when when it's crunch time. They win. Go Cincy. This is right. I don't think this is high. You thought this was high. I don't. I don't think I so. just think Pittsburgh's tough in the middle of December to win. And with the uh, Tomlin, you know, trying to sneak sneaks out weird wins uh, here and yeah. there. But I don't know. I, he did win a road game, though. I mean, that was his first game, right? Browning uh, at Jacksonville might be a little different. Yeah. But uh, in Pittsburgh. Five straight game Steelers under 20 points. Five straight. Yeah. Bri, you lost that one, though, right? That first half Steelers thing. What what did you yeah. have first quarter? Well, I mean, they finally finally scored a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I I ended up you know when we did it, I had the minus one and a half first half at plus one twenty. Oh, that's uh, what that, it was. That was, that was really a, that was really yeah. a bad ache too in terms of yeah, just being able to take them just money line. They I should just take it. Yeah, I did. I will say I bet them on Sunday at the on the, the money line at minus one ten or minus one fifteen right. for the half, which which was nice for them because that was, again that was a half they should they, the Colts definitely should have should not have covered that half. Right. Um, right. You know, just the fact they got the ball back and marched on the field right at the end there to score. That was yeah. awful for Pittsburgh. Those games are so weird. But They're yeah, just all go, so weird. go away. I agree. Go away, Pittsburgh. Go away, Atlanta. And uh, let's talk Atlanta real quick here, Brian. This is a tic-tac line. It flipped. Indianapolis was a one and a half point favorite. Now Atlanta's a one and a half point favorite. This is a guaranteed locked in line for the Falcons every week. One and a half, two or two and a half. It's you could same. extend it for the next few games into preseason next season, uh, next year. I, I don't know what has to change, but um, I do look at this Atlanta team. I'm like, that's a good job. That's a good job for a head coach to have. Like people are like, oh, Belichick needs to go to the Chargers. I'd rather go to Atlanta if they're going to fire that coach. You know, um, I think they're a quarterback away from, because I think it's easier, Parley Kid, to turn around that division than it is to beat Mahomes. You know, um, Atlanta, they talk about Tampa having a coaching uh, availability. Yeah. So that, that, that those are the jobs I think I would want uh, if I'm Belichick or anybody else, right? I think you're right. Yeah, there's uh, uh, you know there's a talent base that's already there. That's where you want to go. Teams that are not reaching their potential, you know, but you know mm -hmm. that they're close to the the cusp of being like a playoff type of team. Yeah, that's exactly where you want to go. Yeah, um, Cleveland, Houston. By the, by the way, Sal, go I good for a second. Sure, you can. For a when second. we did our future, when we did our future NFL picks and plays and everything, I did give out Ritter under 2,600 yards. And with Heineke now getting the, uh, for the second time, him getting benched, now Heineke's playing. Ritter has like 2550. Oh. Oh. Year. That's a winner. Well, you know, it's a winner. Heineke getting hurt. Atlanta. Heineke did put up some points. Heineke getting hurt. So Heineke is named the starter, and that's why that line flipped to Atlanta's a favorite. What a year. What a crazy year this is. Uh, no, against it makes it hard. Team. It makes it yeah. hard because I do I do think Heineke's be Heineke's better. You can uh, throw I, the ball I down guess. the field with Heineke. <laughs> it's so crazy. Uh Cleveland, I mean the Atlanta games are all 12-10, you know, in the fourth quarter. Those just and then you're killed. You're like, why did I watch this for two and a half hours? I could have just turned it on now. Uh Cleveland, Houston. 
Um, we think Keenum, that was a surprise seeing Keenum instead of Davis Mills in their Sunday. And uh, he did okay. Led him to a win over the Titans. Definitely could have lost that game. And now the Texans, Harry, a two and a half point favorite. Cleveland on the road. I don't know, Harry. That line suggests that Stroud is playing to me. You don't think so? Yeah, a little because, you know, Cleveland, uh, Cleveland five and two in their last seven. Um, and uh, as is uh, Houston. But I don't know. Maybe it's fair here. Uh, you mentioned Keenum had a nice game. Uh, he can manage a game. He's, he's been to an NFC championship game before and it's a, in his history. And uh, and Singletary, three games. Um in his last like five games, six games with 110 rushing. So they've been able to run the ball a little bit, take some pressure off whoever's filling in for Stroud and the Browns, like I said, five and two in the last seven, uh, but just two and four on the road it, with those two and those two wins uh, on the road in the last six games were by a combined three points. So not great on the road for Cleveland, Houston, still mm-hmm. a lot of stuff at stake for them, the division, the playoffs. So uh, I think that's a fair number. Including right. pulling out the game the way they did against the Brown, uh, against the Bears, not got to go on the road. I don't know. It's fair. And trust me, I'm trying to pick the best games to look ahead here. I really am. And and uh, and so far, the, the, the next two are, are good. But the so far, I, I now I previewed. We previewed Browning against Rudolph. We previewed Minshew against Heineke, and now Flacco against or Flacco, either one of them against uh, potentially whoever. Keenum here. Um, <laughs> Parley kid, Dallas, a one and a half point underdog. I thought we'd be favorite at Miami. Uh, if we lose, I'm just going to say it's because we didn't need the game because you and I figured out it's too, too tall climb to, uh, to get the division at this point. I don't know. I don't have a feel for this. Maybe one and a half is a good number. Yeah, I think it is a good number. Uh, the Cowboys haven't shown they can beat a good, really good team on the road, right? Uh, mm. Miami plays very uh, exceptionally well at home. This is where Dallas can silence their critics, right? The ones that say, hey, show us you can go on the road and win a game against a good team. I think the Dolphins might be the perfect recipe for them okay. in that matter because I think they can get to Tua. I think they can uh, – the Dolphins, to me, aren't like those the, – the, like the Bills and the 49ers in terms of being like a very ultra-physical. I think they're a little finesse, the Dolphins, and I think that plays to the Cowboys' strengths. This has got to be the one, you know, Parsons is on his podcast or what he's, he's doing. I love the guy. And, you know, he's saying like, why do we get, you know, abused after a loss? Nobody else has to deal with it. Well, that's what happens when you're a cowboy, but this, this, uh, I think there'll be a lot of Dallas fans down in Miami. I like this game for them. This is their chance to shut people up. Boy, oh boy. Let's hope they use all this hate that they get as locker room bulletin board material. And they come out and do the job against Miami. But to my, Miami needs this game, too. They need this game yeah. big time as well. Harry pointed out, Bills are chasing them, nipping at the heels now. Used to be the other way around. Look out for the Miami. Uh, don't, don't, don't pencil yep. in the Bills to win the division anytime soon. So, all right, there you go. Uh, that's our week 16 look ahead. Let's take another break, and uh, we'll finish things up here on Against All Odds. All right, a couple things here. Um, Covington lost to Edwards. Brother Brian, that was your sharp tank pick. That fight sucked. That was boring. I said to Mikey Meatballs, well, Edwards reminds me of like Woodley, but like as a striker, like Woodley was such a boring winner. And and then you got Edwards who kind of just does it, just jabs and gets out and scores points and wins. But Covington... I honestly feel like he's just fighting and just just can't wait to get win or lose. Just wants a, the the post game interview. That, that's all yeah, he wants. The post. I know. That's all well, he wants that's, to get there. Yeah, I mean, he's. It, it was a really weird fight because I, the one thing I thought was coming. Look, Covington fought like he hadn't fought in twenty one months, which is what mm-hmm. which is what happened. But he's just been a guy who's just in phenomenal shape all the time. You can't talk that much trash, right? Mm. You have. You have the former president there who that, you know, you're fighting for essentially. And then you put up that that effort and then you go on and, and talk about how uh, like at the end of the fight, you you still thought you won that fight and whatever. Yeah, he has, blah, blah, doesn't blah. have a like, scratch on him, he said. No, I don't have yeah. a scratch on his eyes bleeding. He's like blinking as he's given the, the interview. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was just uh, I don't know. It was just a it was just a really I, I never expected a boring fight out of Covington. I mean, Edwards, yes, he fights smart sometimes. 
Yeah. Um, but he's been in some competitive, like more exciting fights than that, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I was just very surprised and disappointed in Covington, even though I've always hated Covington. So whatever. Uh, I, I did think he was going to win that fight, but he just showed the effort was little there. He was the best he was fight afraid. on that card. Yeah, the best fight might have been Strickland in the stands. What was it against Duplessis? Who was it against? That might have been the best one. Duplessis. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the uh, that's the next pay per view right. fight, right? In January, that's coming up. So that was yeah. that right. was exciting. That was exciting. But yeah, I will even say for Covington, I don't know what it was though. Like he when he came out to the ring too, he looked really nervous. Mm-hmm. He looked like I have all this pressure on me. Yeah, he did in look this like fight. that. Yeah. It was weird. It was weird. Right. He didn't look. It was just just a very I, I don't know. And, and now Edwards, you look with all, now the, all you look, the stuff calling out his mother and father and everything, he did, right, he did stay right. composed, which uh, made for a bad fight, but um, they got to yeah, hand look, it to him, I guess. And, you know, I mean, now you go back in Covington's career and you're like, ah. Right. You know, who, right, who did he beat? He beat Woodley, who was boring. He beat, you know, you, yeah. start, you start doing that now with his career. Parley kid, do you think Dana White says to like Strickland, like, oh, this card is a bust. You got to start a fight in the fans in, in the stands. I'll give you 20 grand just to go after go after the former president. I don't care. Just do, do juice it up, juice it up a little bit. Something. I don't think that's I don't think that's as far fetched as some people may think it is, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, we don't know how much they're told, hey, you got to drum this up, you know? Right, um, right, right, right. Whether it's Covington with his crazy talk to Edwards. You know, I'm sure these guys are told you got to you got to make this a spectacle a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, so, um, you know, not that this is the WWE, but I definitely feel like Getting some close. of these moments yeah. are, uh, I wouldn't say scripted, but they are um, encouraged. You could sure. say. Sure. Uh, Harry, I don't know. Purdue, let's go college basketball for a minute. Purdue back to number one. They beat Arizona. Purdue now plus 850. Arizona 10 to one. I think Edie's like minus 200 now to win the Wooden Award. But um, what do you think of uh, what went on this weekend? Well, look, you know, Purdue, nice win against, uh, yeah, Arizona. They, they've they have wins against um, uh, Mark, your team that you like to win the national championship this year, Sal Marquette, Marquette. and Alabama, but all by single digits. And it doesn't even matter. Like, I, you know, the whole thing I have against Painter, it doesn't matter until tourney time with this team. I mean, they have one loss. They've looked good, Purdue. But their loss was to Northwestern, a team that also lost to Chicago State. So that was an interesting loss. But Purdue looks good right now. But Connecticut at 10-1, and they've beaten North Carolina, Texas, and Gonzaga all by double digits. Connecticut defending champs look really good. And Mike Creighton's at 9-2. and Weird. Their two losses against Mountain West teams. But they look pretty good, too. But, again, Purdue can do whatever they want during the regular season. And Darren knows this. Mm-hmm. Got to do it. Come tourney time or painters a failure again. Do you know I look that forward to the apology tour, Harry. Look <laughs> okay, <to> good. <laughs> Harry's got yeah, a couple of I, apologies this year. They right? get to the final four, they win it, Darren. I will then. I will then. Oh, see, we'll that's, see. No, you're gonna have to do more than that. More. <laughs> you can't tear these well, people do. down. Yeah, yeah. Question you who do they have are. The best player in the <laughs> league. You, you do have the. They do have the best player who came, didn't have to come back and he came back. Where would they be if they didn't, if they didn't come back? So come on. A lot of these teams rely on good players. It's weird how it works <laughs> yeah. out. Um, well, yeah. not, not every team has a seven foot five guy who can dominate inside either. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Bri, you see anybody like in these top uh, nine or 12? Duke's 26 to one. I'm saying, um, I don't know, Gonzaga down to 30 to one. They're not as yeah. impressive, I don't think. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not really too sure, Sal. I think you know the Houston, Houston was you know, your Houston, team, right? Houston yeah. was the team I started with. I still like the way they're they're playing here, but um, yeah, it's so hard to say. I mean, I just know I'm gonna lose. Connecticut a lot. looks I'm good, gonna lose Connecticut yeah. Looks really oh yeah, good. Connecticut. I would say UCon- yeah. UConn is UConn probably the team right, right now that in in the tourney is gonna they're gonna be a problem. Now sure. the big matchup, everyone's. Talking talking about is Harry in the semifinals of our fantasy league, and you can tune out now if you don't care about this against Brother John. That's Parlay Kid's brother and Brother Bry's older the uh, the oldest brother in the family. And what I want to know is Parlay Kid, and you don't have to reveal this now. Maybe you could save this for uh, tomorrow's podcast. Who are you rooting for? Certainly some animosity between you and Harry, but not. <laughs> 52 years of animosity that you've built up with brother John. I mean, I don't think you've rooted him for, you would root for him when he'd wrestled for sure. Right. Yeah. I think. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. But John's since- the smartest brother, smartest brother. John. <laughs> well, that's looking is Keith. 
Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. A I don't smart know what Brian do, but. Yeah, go ahead. Paul Both teams are coming off probably their highest scoring games of the year. Harry, right. just getting to the three-digit mark probably for the first time all year. I with lost this team. one week when I scored 129. And, and then uh, mm. John coming off uh, a, a really a Crushed me. Win. I mean, it didn't happen. I mean, which didn't meant, meant nothing. I mean, you rested your starters probably. And I sat Mostert, probably. Darren, for the heck you know. of it. For get, well, I don't for know. Is, giggles, is, it, is it the heck of it, Harry, or just you're just a terrible coach? Because you <laughs> sat Mostert three out of the last five games. So, okay, you two, can say uh, no, three. I love Look, of course I looked. So don't, <laughs> yes, don't challenge me on this. Okay. Three out of the last five, you sat the guy with twenty touchdowns. So you, you, right. maybe you, maybe you don't know what you're doing. I wanted to make sure that I was playing John in the first round. <laughs> you want to make you sure got you got to set the lines. Did you send anything points. out setting the lines in these games, Sal? Well, I got to see the lineups. Games. Yeah, I know. Be you fair, set Sal. The lines. Be fair. Well, Be CBS fair. usually has a projection, well, have, so this is yeah. fun. Projected. Yeah, the projections. Yeah. I think I, this I, is actually this is actually ones we should probably bet on. We should. I would bet, like probably, to. We should. Is probably Harry going to start Foster? I have to know if Harry's going to start the best running back well, in the league. Like it made it's, the it's ridiculous. Brutal, so Bijan sits. Bijan sits. Golf's coming off five touchdowns. Why would you start any of these guys? Your Bijan and uh, Mixon don't have I twenty only, touchdowns combined. And why would you ever well, sit Mostert? Uh, Don't worry about it. I shouldn't, but yes. I just think that I thought Bijan maybe might have a big game against Carolina this past week. He didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but Mostert's starting the lineup this week, baby. And that Bro- game is going over. Are we, are we all rooting for Brother John here? Ooh, I think our that's whole tough. league is rooting for uh, Joe Cons is rooting for John. Oh, yeah. You know yeah, that, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's so just, you might be the last, you might uh, be the last just, holdout, Parlay Kid. I don't let's know. Let's just say that uh, Joe Cons, uh, who is. Uh, Buddies of ours for years who was in the league for the first time this year. It's not true. Year. He's been in the league year. like three years. This is his third <laughs> year, I think. So, yeah. So, no, it isn't. Yeah. There's no two. doubt. At least two. Yeah. Yeah. We're not for this. Really? is his third wow. year. Well, Stop well, with the gummies. Yeah. Well, however, however many years he's been in, Joe Conza has been a flop in our fantasy <laughs> league so far. <laughs> All right. Flop. I mean, he wow. had more points than you wow. entering this week, so I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Listen, his partner Frank is better, and that and that's wow. saying terrible wow. things. All right. Well, ask me tomorrow again, Sal. I'll give you my definitive answer. Yeah. To who? By the way, they started for. green. By, I'm sorry, Darren, but they they started Conta and Frank started green who on Green Bay who didn't play this week. You 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 sat with Mostert. Shut up. You you, what, you green play? on Green Bay. Who's green? Or who I'm not going to do it. Sorry. Oh, my gosh. All right. All right. All right. So there All right. goes. I know. He was thinking A.J. Green. He was thinking A.J. Green. You're thinking of a mod green. He's thinking of a mod green. Are you kidding me? Mitch Blood Green? Who are you thinking of? No, Green, Green Bay. Sorry. I don't know what I'm saying. But still, a player that didn't start, they sat against me. So. There you go. Good right. brother, John. This is all the smack and he one running back against I'm certainly me. on Team oh. Cons with this. I think he's got that team heading in the right direction for the future. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no doubt. That's hilarious. No doubt. When I bring Finkin in That's or hilarious. maybe a guest, a guest next year, we'll yeah. see what happens. I might have a guest partner next year. Wait till you see. It could be a well, if it's faking, fine. You'll, I imagine you'll still call the shots, but we're not giving him his own team. We, we, I'm not. I'll be out. I'll be done. That's it. I mean, <laughs> like it, he'll screw you over. That will be his mission to screw you over. Not start guys against guys you need to beat and stuff. True, and, uh, true, believe true. I, mean, I don't we'll know see. what you're rooting for here. All right. John, he, he gave me the Raiders the for the uh, cartoon on Thursday. So, well, somebody John gave that to wins you. By another, 20 another this week. 20, what 25 points. By 20? I think like you're looking at Harry's team. It's just Darren, Amari Cooper had a nice game. So you that's got good. you had Miami's a huge, defense is kicking. The Dolphins defense right. is not shutting out the Cowboys this week, Harry. No, but so. Mike, guess what? Dax due for a pick six, baby. So a lot of this has Let's to do go. if we're watching the games with Brother John, which we really yeah. which I guess John on Christmas tends Day to be the luckiest player yeah. in the yes. league normally. Yeah. Right? Here's your decision, but Polly kid, you watch the games with brother John. So that's a tough six hours or four hours or whatever it is. And he complains, but the whole rest of the week on this other chain is Harry, Harry bragging. So that, that's what you got to yes, figure no, out. That's the why I'm going for John. Okay. But the, that's the thing that's Pick frustrating. Six South Beach, that's baby. the thing that's frustrating about John when it comes to fantasy. Like you could ask brother, bro, he he'll sit there and say, I, you know, he's doing nothing for me. And I swear, as soon as he says it, 80 yard yeah. touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. 
Are you kidding? I'll see enough of this. Enough. <laughs> it's good. Every he thinks he has powers. Time. He thinks he has powers. All right. He listen. Does. Actually, by the way, Sal, it was Ken who didn't want to start Mostert. So, you know. Okay. And by the way, Harry, another pick that you didn't make on Thursday night, uh, confirmed by Babyface Joel Solomon. Because the Raiders fit the cartoon. I wasn't taking the Chargers. Fit, I hate them. It fit the joke in the cartoon. The pick wasn't even made. It was made like two weeks ago, whatever. So, um, wow. But, please, wow. This please is wow. He's don't really believe, messing with don't believe Joel what you read thinking. or hear. And thinking, give it to him, too. Thinking. There you Thank go. You. All right. Uh, yeah, everybody. But him. All right. Let's uh, let's say goodbye here. We have tomorrow. We're going to go over the Thursday night game. That's going to be a good one. What do we have? Rams and Saints. Oh, I hate that one. I hate it for so many reasons. That non-PI call killed me. I'm still digging <laughs> my way out accounting wise from that one. Uh, so we'll have that. We're going to have some bowl games to go over. We're going to have Sharp Tank and so much more. That does it for another episode of Against All Odds from Mikey Meatballs in the D3. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. You must be 21 or older and present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. You have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Kentucky, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit C ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text H-O-P-E-N-Y in New York.